0: to the SEV Leadership and Business Solutions webcast. My name's Paul Raggio.
1: And I'm Lisa Raggio and we are co-owners of One True North Leadership and Business Coaching Solutions in Santa Clarita and we're so happy to be partnering with The Signal to be bringing authentic conversations with business owners, organizational leaders and community leaders um, to share some insight and knowledge to help our community. We're really excited that today we're going to get to talk to Hillary Broadwater. Hillary Broadwater is the owner and creative director for QM Design Group, and she's also serving as the chairwoman of the Valley Industry Association. We're going to talk to her in just a couple minutes, so stay tuned, but Paul has an announcement prior to that.
0: We have a great offering for you, and it's free. It's called the Business Health Checkup and we encourage you to take advantage of this. We'll send you a questionnaire. There's there's anywhere from 60 to 80 questions on it. It goes through everything within your business from financials, to strategy, to planning, to your people, to how your systems are operating. And it gives us an opportunity to sit with you and dialogue about challenges you may have with your business. We assure you that you'll get some value out of the meeting and it'll be about 60 to 90 minutes and duration and again it doesn't cost you a thing. It, uh, it will certainly help you in the long run. Lisa let's introduce our guest.
1: Yes we're very excited because as we ventured in our own business One True North in this community she became um, someone that was so informative and helpful and supportive and talking to and helping us shape our direction for going forward. So with that Hilary Broadwater is the creative director and owner of QM Design Group. Based in Santa Clarita, QM Design Group is an award-winning, time-tested, and woman-owned creative design agency that delivers exceptional big agency creativity and background with the care and attention to detail of a small boutique firm for businesses who want their visual voice to be heard. Hillary uh, turned a passion for art into an award-winning design firm with the establishment of QM Design Group. Her background includes a Bachelor of Arts from Art Center College of Design. During her 10 years as art director for AIMS Multimedia, the leader in K-through-12 educational media, Hillary revitalized a classic brand, thoroughly updating the look and feel of the company's marketing campaigns. Hillary went on to design for Discovery Education, a division of the Discovery Channel, before starting QM Design Group. Hilary is the current sitting chairwoman of the Valley Industry Association and is an active member of the American Advertising Federation, as well as Soroptimist International of Greater Santa Clarita. Hilary has a passion for giving back to the community that has helped her grow her business. She donates her time to organizations like Circle of Hope, Wish Education Foundation, the Senior Center, and Soroptimist. And with that, welcome Hilary. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here today. Well, we're glad that you're here too. We have some questions that we wanna ask and get your insight, wisdom, knowledge. We always start with why. So we'll ask you your why for
2: starting your business. Well, okay. So my my why for starting my business is probably a little bit different than a lot of people's whys. As my bio said, I was working for the Discovery Channel. So I was working within a division called Discovery Education. Um, And I ended up there through an acquisition, honestly, of the old company that I was working with before Um, and grandfathered across full tenure. But Discovery decided that they wanted to do a a kind of a cleaning of house and closed our offices here in Los Angeles and asked me to relocate to Maryland. And at the time I had two small children And i thought to myself i I really don't want to go back to working for corporate like i don't mind working corporate but i didn't want a a corporate job where i had to answer to somebody else and i left that day and i said you know what i'm gonna start my own business i had six months of full pay and full benefits and i said to myself if i can't make it work in five months i'll go get a job but i'm pretty sure i can make this work and i went and had lunch with a friend of mine and I said, I need to figure out, I need to figure out what to name my company and what I, what I'm doing. And she said, well, well, who do you work for? And I said, I said, well, I guess my kids, they're my why, right? At the time they are my why. And she said, okay. And I, so this was all coming because I needed to name my company. What do you name it? And that's where QM Design Group came out of. QM and M are my kids. So Quinn, Q stands for Quinn and M stands for Matthew. And at the time, and they always will be, they're always my why. They're my driving force. They're, you know, who I work for. But as time has gone on, you know, you, you look at your business and then you sit down and you're like, okay, now I got to take it seriously and figure out how to run a business because before I was working for somebody else and that was their job. So now I had to sit down and create those values and create, you know, make sure that my business was in alignment with my personal values and my business values. So my, my why now really is, is to help people. I mean, to help businesses that are struggling to figure out how to communicate who they really are. Mm -hmm. I mean, and in my line of work, it's my, it's visual. And so many people come and they say, I have this great idea, but I don't know how to how to communicate it to people. And that's that's I get great joy out of being able to listen to what my clients' needs are and really convert it and make it happen. And and that drives me every day to be able to move forward and help different organizations, different companies. And you know, what I do now owning my own business i'm not doing the same thing every day so every day is a different client every day is a different person and a different personality mm-hmm. um and it's it's sometimes mind-boggling and sometimes it's exciting and fun and and it just changes daily but i truly get that passion and joy out of helping people so
0: hey hillary you you said a word in there that just spark some interest on my part that I think would be really important for the audience, especially those startup businesses. And you said you you started a business, you had some conversations with people when you initially started it, and then you realized I really have to transition into a business. And often when we talk to clients, we our first question is, is, is this a hobby or is it truly a business? Mm-hmm. And so so talk through that experience a little bit that that you had and going from all right i'm going to start something i'm i'm taking the first steps and now i i'm really invested in this and what that investment looks like
2: so i went to a lot of a lot of conferences if you want to call them trainings and and sat down with people and i had a lot of mentors i mean i had business mentors who were already very established in business who were very helpful in leading me and helping me kind of guide, I mean, people here in the in the community, Bill Miranda, our current mayor, very helpful within my business and getting me, you know, kind of established and figuring things out. Uh, Martin Rodriguez, who's very uh, involved here in our community as well. But the moment where I figured out that I needed to was when projects were starting to come in and they weren't in alignment with what I believe, right? And so, I had been to a a, a weekend retreat where we kind of took a, de- a deep dive into our businesses, which none of us, I mean, we were all running our businesses and doing our jobs, but none of us had stopped to say, are our businesses in alignment with what we, what we believe? And so we had to start by writing down all of our values, our personal values, right? Mm-hmm. Write them all down hone them down to the top five or six. And then we had to take our values and push them into our business values to make sure that we were in alignment. Because you know, if your business is not in alignment with your personal values, it's gonna be really hard to move forward because there's a conflict. It's a personal conflict, right? And then from there, we had to write our mission statement and really kind of flesh out, why are we doing what we're doing? Who are we doing it for? and have that with us, and that was fourteen years ago. I still have the book that we wrote it all in. I still go back to it because you change over time, your business changes and your who your who your market is changes, right? So you go back and reevaluate, but make sure that you're still in alignment with that because it's 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 a huge driving force moving forward because I'll tell you we've had some companies come to us and offer us some pretty amazing jobs financially they looked really good but they were so out of alignment in regards to what my values are i had to turn them away because i wasn't gonna attach my name to it and uh you know very interesting because i was at a pro at a presentation by darren hardy who is the editor of success magazine and he talked about values and being in alignment with your business and how he has turned down some really amazing jobs because of the fact they were not in alignment and investment opportunities because they were not in alignment with his values so i think that it's really i always tell my clients when they're new startups and they don't have anything going yet start there write down your values transfer them into your business values Make sure that you're in alignment, business and personal and write your mission statement from there and keep moving forward on it. But it's, okay. I think it's really important. And I think a lot of people devalue the concept of values.
1: We agree. And you're singing our song. <laughs> uh, it's so much a part of the journey when we're working with our clients. Uh, as you know, we always start with why even if it's a conversation putting purpose first and your values or your point of culture became, you know, what it is you're going to abide by as you conduct your business. And they're powerful. They're powerful to share. They're powerful to market like attracts like, so it Mm -hmm. makes it easier in that way. And you just, you just illustrated something really important in which you have leveraged uh, the power of the mission statement, the mission, the values, uh, when you do, it really provides clarity and decision-making. Uh, and, and we also include something really important in there, which which we think has been as a result of more thought leadership in the last 10 years is vision
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and really getting clear on where are you headed? Where do you want oh, yeah. your business to be in five to 10 years and what does it look like? Because we see a lot of business owners and organizational leaders too Um, The demands of keeping up with just delivery of what you're trying to do uh, means that you take your eyes off where you're headed and stop dreaming. And so one of the first things we do in our alignment, as you said, alignment sessions is to really get our business owners and org leaders to dream again, dream about a future of what that could look like. And as you said, those other things, values and mission become then how you're able to achieve the vision.
2: Yeah, and, I, and like I said, I mean, going back and rechecking yourself on them because a lot of business owners will do them and then they tuck them away and then they get going and they're just, you know, they kind of get on cruise control and keep on moving and and doze off, I guess, if you're on cruise control. I don't know, maybe Tesla, Tesla can drive itself now. But I think that's a problem because you just need to keep, you know, you need to check back check back and do a self check too to make sure you're going where you want to go and that you didn't veer off somewhere accidentally and and you're on a different path than what you meant to be on Mm -hmm. so because things happen right when i started my business started my business by myself you know and business grew and but now i now i actually have a partner we're not you know legally un, we're under one roof together we're separate companies but 90% of our business are the same clients and so we're constantly working on projects together well now we have a we're the same vision but it the course has kind of taken a little bit different turn because i never you know i didn't look at myself as having a partner i didn't look at myself as you know where it was going to grow to this point. So it, it took a little bit of turn. So we went back and made some adjustments in regards to the plan of action of where we were going. So you just, you do need to recheck yourself and recheck in and make sure that where you're moving forward to is in the right direction of where you originally planned your trip.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. this, uh, this point on planning, I'm, I'm doing a presentation later today to a group just on planning and the importance of planning uh, as a business owner Mm -hmm. or or major organization. It doesn't have to be just a sole proprietor. It could be a multi-million, multi-billion dollar organization. And uh, and it's being able to establish your vision and then quarterly focusing on how are you going to achieve this? Mm -hmm. What's the, the map forward and what are the milestones and objectives that you want to achieve in uh getting after your vision so this this the importance of planning is essential if your intention is to be a business owner if it's a hobby you may not have to do that but if you're really invested in your business then this is something that you should be doing quarterly and it flow everything from it flows whether you're talking about resources time capacity capital investments all of that is associated with the planning process and the importance of it.
2: i agree so i, mean, I think so people how did...
0: go ahead sorry well in light of that talk how the pandemic impacted you and some of the things that you felt you had to do to adjust as a result of that and uh, the impact it had overall on your business
2: it was an interesting change i mean we didn't i didn't feel it as hard as most people felt it because a lot of our businesses a lot of our our clients understood that to stay in business they still needed to be visible right Mm -hmm. even if they were closed or they couldn't yeah, you know, they all pivoted pretty well um but they needed to stay in front of their clients and so we we had to learn how do we keep them in front of their clients with their doors closed i mean we do it already right through advertising through direct mail through social media posts um but what we noticed was a lot what what increased what decreased one thing decreased one thing increased so direct mail kind of decreased right because Printing plants were kind of shut down a little bit. Mail was slow at the time, but newsletters, email newsletters. I had so many clients that had never done an email newsletter that were like, we need to do newsletters now. So, you know, we had to kind of adjust what we were doing and how we were doing it. But I would say probably close to 80% of my clients stayed on board because they just pivoted how they were marketing and letting their clients know how they were now accessible. I mean, for instance, like Nola Aronson is one of our clients. She's with advanced audiology. She had to shut our doors, but she still needed to stay in front of all of her patients and let them know, we're still here for you. If you need us, call us. You can still come in and get your batteries for your hearing aids. If there's an emergency, we'll make it happen. We're doing tele- telemed you know, we can talk to you over the phone. So we needed to communicate that to all of her patients. So we started amping up her social media. We started amping up their newsletters, their email newsletters, which she wasn't doing. And now she's doing them weekly. So a lot of them learned some new, we learned some new skills. They learned some new avenues of marketing and it seemed to work out. I mean, we did lose lose some um, because some, you know, some just completely stopped, but um, those that were able to keep moving forward just kind of readjusted the way they were communicating their business and we helped them do that from yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. Which was, you know, after, after I worked from home, my business is 14 years, I worked from home for 10 of those 14 years. So, going back home was kind of like a, it was a little hard for me because I was like, oh my gosh, I worked so hard to not work from home and and have a physical office that I can, you know, have that separation. And to go back home was like, whoa. Okay. So that was a little, the first one was a little hard for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely an adjustment. Uh, Hillary, we are in our business and this webcast, we're one part leadership, one part business. We've talked about the business, This is an opportunity to talk to you about leadership. We're passionate about leadership in general. So many different layers and levels. You're a woman in leadership. You're the chairwoman of the Valley Industry Association. Um, How about the why in regards to what was your why for wanting to step into that role with the Valley Industry Association?
2: No, I have been a part of that organization since probably the... Honestly, the first year of my business, um, you know, when I started my business, I said, I got to figure out where I, I need to go to meet my people. Right. And somebody said, well, you need to join a networking group. And then Bill Miranda said, you need to join VIA. Well, I didn't, I had no idea what VIA was, but I knew who my target market was. I was coming out of corporate and I knew that I wanted to be corporate clients, large corporate clients was my goal. And I walked into that room and I thought, oh my gosh, these are all the power players in Santa Clarita. You know, and I looked around and I thought, this is, these are my people. And I joined the organization and then I realized that, and I learned very quickly, you don't get anything out of an organization unless you put something into that organization, right? Two feet in, one foot in is not gonna do anything. So I, after a year, I kind of figured that out and I put two feet in and I joined a committee and um, joined the bash committee because I thought it's easy to plan a party, that's fun, right? But I met a lot of people and kept moving forward with that organization. And then they had their leadership program. And it was the first year that they launched their leadership program and listening to all the topics and some of them were business related, how to kind of be a leader within your own business, as simple as how to run a meeting correctly. Um, and they were going to be bringing in business leaders within our community. Um, and I thought, you know what, this is, this is something I need to do, right? My, my business is going to grow if I'm going to have employees at some point. Um, I just, I, and I'm going to be interacting with our community. I better be, learn how to be a good leader. So I signed up for that leadership program and it was very eye opening for me. I mean, as simple as, you know, like I said, how to run a meeting. You know, I, if a meeting starts at eight o'clock, my the doors are closed to the boardroom now, and if somebody is late, they're going to walk in late. Um, but it really taught me how to work with other people, and and I'd always been on teams, but never, you know, as a creative director, you're on a team, but it wasn't it wasn't a a leadership role at the time. Um, and so I went through that program, I joined a couple other groups and I really was able to take what I learned from that program and start to implement it in my business and how I worked with the community. And then from there, I got asked to be a member of the board of directors. And I, I accepted that and I sat on the board of directors for two years, I think. And then I was asked to join the executive board. So it just kind of, it kept stepping up. So I joined the executive board and 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 I tell you, every moment of sitting on all of those boards, you're learning something, you're learning from other people, you're learning from the experiences, the interactions, um, and then when the chairmanship came up, I was nominated um, by two of our board members to be the chairwoman, and I accepted the challenge. <laughs> and uh, Little did I know that we were going to be going into a year of lockdown, um, and two months into my chairmanship, we were all locked down, and it was it was a challenging year for an organization that is a membership organization. It was very challenging. Um, it was it was tough. It was you know, but it tested it tested my resolve of my patience. That's for sure, um, and my trust in the people who sit on our board and the trust of the people in our community and sometimes you just have to take a leap of faith sometimes you just have to keep stepping forward and and you can't always convince everybody of that Um, but if you have the right team and the team trusts you and you're in the pits with them you're going to keep moving forward and and that's that's my philosophy on leadership is is i'm not there to tell everybody i made it very clear when i took this on that i want to hear the voices i'm not here to do it by myself and i'm in there with you and we're all doing this together so that i mean and that's that's i don't know if i got way off track or not but that is where i this leadership leadership brought me the leadership program with VIA brought me up the ranks I think gave me the stepping stone um to be a bigger part of this organization and it's been a great learning experience all the way I mean I what I have gleaned and taken from Kathy Norris our CEO and president can't even measure it honestly
0: mm. so that's uh, I mean that's great a lot of insight there And when we talk about leadership, leadership is really a growth journey that occurs over years and years. And uh, the best leaders really focus on themselves and self-awareness, self-reflection. So just in, in your growth as thinking back, your growth journey as a leader, what was a personal challenge that you had that dealt with really delivering leadership that you had to overcome to improve your, your outcomes with leadership?
2: Yeah, you know, i I think the biggest thing was just, and this is sound terrible, me valuing myself mm. for my own abilities and my knowledge and mm. trusting that what I'm saying isn't wrong. Like I, I've run a successful business. I came out of a corporate world where I was very successful. I have raised two amazing kids. All of those things teach you leadership skills in different ways. And it was coming and being able to communicate that I, I knew what I was doing, but we all do it in a different way. And some people don't always accept that. And so it was me having the confidence in myself to say yes or no. Um, this is how we're doing it and and if you're on board, great, and if you're not, you're not um that's been a big learning thing for me is to be able be able to say no um um but to be able to just i'm I'm pretty casual I have will say over the last two years, my thoughts get a little thicker than it used to be um but but having that confidence in myself to go in and say... this this is what we're doing and this is how we're doing it. And I will say, you know, we can go back to that conversation of values. You know, that was one of the biggest, one of my biggest goals with this organization when I came in was our very first meeting as a board of directors with me as the chairwoman was to sit down and make sure that all of those values of this organization were written down And then the mission statement was completed and it was there for us to have a guiding principle to move forward on. Mm -hmm.
1: That is sound and sage advice. Hmm. We're coming up to our end time and I want to ask both of you, this is a great opportunity just for two minutes to get your why as to the leadership program that's launched under VIA now um, and why you're excited about it. Paul, you want
2: to go first?
0: Sure. Uh, Well, this is clearly a passion for Lisa and me, is to be able to share experiences, not just ours, but in a group setting, and to have some people, multi-generational, come in and just talk about leadership specifically. Because we, from our perspective, we see a big void in our society when it comes to leadership. Just understanding it and differentiating between leadership and management. and and bringing something to all generations about what you can do to act on this void. So this leadership program in VIA is a perfect example of, of something that is an outreach program to different members in our community that should be taken advantage of. And we just have such a dynamic cast of speakers that are really gonna deliver some meaningful facilitation in a group setting, I'm confident of that. So this broadcast will come out on the first day that uh, the leadership program starts. And if you haven't enrolled, we hope that you enroll. And if not for this block, there's gonna be two blocks and the second block will start in August. So that's that's kind of my why behind this and why it's so important to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, I will say my I, am, I have a passion for this program because I went through the program. And I just know what I what I got out of it was so valuable that I, I mean I took that program probably 10, 12 years ago, but I still lean on everything that I learned from it. And I still go back to it and I still use so many of the things and the relationships that you build in a program like this also are amazing because you meet you're meeting people and you're you're as Paul said, different generations are in there, and so you're learning from how how those different generations can communicate and and how they do things differently, and how they move forward differently. And I think that is so important for for all of us to learn and all of us to take on. And um, I mean, I just think it's it's hugely important. I think for anybody who wants to be able to grow in their business grow as a leader grow as just as a person in general it is invaluable to have
1: excellent well hillary we've come to our end time Uh, would you like to share the best way people can get a hold of you for your business and then also those listening who are interested in the leadership program what two places should they go to find out more information
2: Absolutely. So they can either visit my website, which is qmdesigngroup.com, or they can call my office, 661-250-9914. I am available. I'm here all the time. Or they can email me at Hillary with two L's at qmdesigngroup.com. And the VIA program, to be able to join that, they can go to VIA.org, so VIA.org and they can click on events and leadership should be in there and they can sign up online or they can call Kathy Norris at our office, which is 661-294-8088 and they can sign up over the phone as well.
1: So Excellent. Well, we've enjoyed all of this conversation. Really informative and also I'm mindful of how an alignment would it what you talked about is so much alignment what we talk about um and so it's really inspiring to hear your personal journey as a business owner and a woman leading uh both of our favorite subjects we we <laughs> talked about a lot involved in that so thank you
2: um
1: uh, you yeah and so we'll just give some closing information in regards to how people can find out more about OneTrueNorthCoach.com. We have a COVID-19 resource page people can go to with a lot of substantive information that's gonna help you on your journey as we've endured and built up our resilience in the last year. Some really good things are there. And uh, we encourage you to please take us up on our offer for the business health checkup. Again, as Paul said, it's complimentary. We promise that you walk away with value. And you can find out more information about uh, the things that we're a part of by going to our Facebook, our One True North Facebook page, our LinkedIn page. And we write a weekly article. We have these conversations. So uh, we aim to serve and give value. And please visit our website that you can get some value out of that. OneTrueNorthCoach.com. And with that, I think that we may be done. Okay. Thanks, Hillary. Bye, everybody i